Welcome to Pointed Questions. My name is Brent Weinbach. With me is Donnie Devanian. Our guest today is Valerie, who is an urban designer. We will be talking to her about spaces and the minds behind them on this episode of Pointed Questions. The difference between an urban designer and an urban planner is that a planner decides where things are going to go and a designer decides what they're going to look like? Uh, basically, I guess you just answered the question for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess, a lot of politics, too, with planning. Um, so you're not involved with politics? No, not really. Um, that was my, so I studied urban planning as my undergrad degree. Mm. And that's kind of why I moved into more urban design role because I wasn't designing. Um, so you don't really um, learn that in school. How do you actually design the space? So you understand the planning aspects though as well yes. because you studied that. Yes. And you under, you know about the politics stuff. Um, I do, yes and no. So that was my undergrad degree. And then after that, I started working for, um, I worked in real estate strategy and analytics. So it's kind of understanding where retailers should open up their stores, um, understanding geography, things like that. So I guess I shifted right after school into that realm. Then. What are the politics that are involved with planning? Um, it's money. It's who's mm -hmm. paying for what, um, who has a bigger voice and things like that, I guess. Are there things that are unfair? Yeah, absolutely. What is, what's an example of something? <laughs> or things like gentrification oh. or housing and um, people who are displaced, things like that. I know that we're going to talk about urban design, but yeah. is part of the job of an urban planner being conscious of gentrification and stuff like that is that yeah absolutely i think factor? you're kind of that unbiased voice for the people and you're trying to make a place better for whatever at whatever cost it might be uh-huh that's and a big responsibility no yeah i mean i think so um I, there's so many different parts of urban planning that you can go into like for me i went into the corporate realm but some people go into governments there's a lot of different um venues you can go into is that taught in school uh, to be I guess the moral uh, elements of urban planning? Um, yes and no. I guess, for example, we, ethics? one of our ethics, <laughs> yeah. um, one of our exercises was uh, if a Walmart is being introduced to a community, take one side and support that. So it wasn't necessarily that you have to say, oh, it's a Walmart, it's, you know, ruining the city, it's taking away jobs and or mom and pop places, but it's just pick a side and have a stance for it. So they're not teaching you to have moral ethics but it's just to you know support one way or the other they don't want you to have a, a well-rounded multi-angled perspective well i think that's that's the point of the exercise is to hear everyone's input and see how what different views there are and then pick one of them to go yeah <laughs> and argue it i guess yeah so they're okay with saying yeah just let's get some corporate stuff in here and not worry about mom and pop stuff who's they whoever the teachers <laughs> <laughs> well they were curious to see what the argument is for uh, what, how are you, what how do you feel about that um <laughs> well it's funny because i at the time went against but then i ended up working for a company walgreens afterwards uh -huh. to greg span their fleet oh so, yeah. yeah so you were all for <laughs> mom and pop establishments and then you yes. flipped not that I flipped, but I mean, a good job. <laughs> you don't <chat>. support mom <laughs> and pops anymore. I absolutely, so that's kind of, I guess, why I got out of it is because I realized I was getting further away from what I believed in. And so that's why I went back to grad school. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so uh, you didn't mm. like urban planning because it wasn't, the path you were taking in urban planning was not syncing up with your sort of personal feelings right. and views. And right. Stuff. So yeah. I was finding myself, um, supporting yeah and supporting you know growth of walgreens which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing but that was just i had a biased view of supporting where they should be growing whether or not that was good uh, for a community you know that wasn't for me to decide it was what's good for the company oh, so if you're it's not the job for you if you're going to be biased you have to be unbiased well yeah you have to support the company and so right. i wouldn't say oh i don't think this community needs a walgreens because right. it should have a more um you know, mom and pop location. So that's not something I would 
propose to the leadership. Did you ever agree to something or propose something that you didn't feel right about? Um, not really. Again, because it is just a retail store. It's yeah. not harming right, anything. Sure. Um, I guess, if anything, it's you know supporting sprawl. And some of the, a lot of the growth was happening in places like Texas, where there's a lot of um, suburban sprawl into the neighborhoods. And so that, I think, could be something else instead of this, uh, all these houses and are not as, it's not as dense as an urban area. So, so it wasn't the realm for you, I guess. I felt off. Yeah. You felt off. So you went back to school. How long were you there? Uh, for three years. And then you were like, enough is enough. We're going back to school. Yeah. I had this, yeah, internal argument with myself. Um, so I did Uh, go back to school. It was a sort of a, a more, an existential, uh, kind of thing for yourself yeah it was Mm -hmm. and and then when you have those things or feelings a lot of um you know money comes up how am i going to support myself when i go back to grad school were you making a good amount of money i was there yes um and the program i was looking at so i actually the money couldn't buy couldn't buy happiness happiness (laughs) Happiness. yeah Yeah. well i always think some people can have their profession be their work and then some people can do their have their passion on the side and so for me i wanted to make my passion part of my work Mm -hmm. my profession yeah. Now you feel passionate about what you're doing yes, now. I do. So what now it's kind of almost like a branch off of uh, urban planning or is it just completely separate? It's I don't it, there's no way to define it really. There's not even a major called urban design. So my master's was in landscape architecture. Yeah. So usually for urban designers, it's usually an architect or a landscape architect that's practicing in, in that field. So I kind of took my background in urban planning. I now have a master's in landscape architecture, so it's a fusion of those two things coming together. Urban landscapes. Yeah, there's there's not even a name. It's just whatever you want to make of it or call it. Do you deal with being in charge with how, say, a city skyline might look? Um, <laughs> not really. Not the skyline because that's more architecture mm-hmm. based. So that's building facade. So I don't really have a say in that. You don't do that. You don't. Uh, design buildings. No, so that's pure architecture. Okay, is buildings and developers. What do you design? Space. Space. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. what does that mean? So, I know. Mean, uh, mean. Do you design the everything that is not a building? Basically, that's how okay, I tell people right. that I've just met. It's basically anything that's not a building. So sometimes so, space uh, streets. It could be streets. It could be a park. It could be a university campus. Not fire hydrants. Well, that's part of it. That's huh. <laughs> oh, you just you decide where the fire I don't just know. I don't know. Okay. Someone else, an engineer, will come in, or a specialist will come in for that. But that's included in my scope. You said street. What was, what was that again? So streetscape could be part of what I'm working on. Well, in a way, would you say that a city skyline, the spaces in between the buildings, you might have some part in? Yeah, that, so that could be partially the skyline a little I, bit. Okay, <laughs> I guess when I think of skyline, I think of you know, famous skyline like Chicago. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's negative space in that, that you yeah. know, somebody's doing That voided it, yeah. space, that's mine. Yeah. Yes. And it's not just ground related, right? Is it related to above the ground as well? Well, yeah, anything that, a tree, Trees. anything, yeah. Do you decide um, spaces in between buildings? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you mean you decide it? What, what do you mean, what's the question, what do you mean decide? Yeah, like, you am I, well, do you, do you, do you, do you say, okay, well, we cannot put a building here because we want to keep this space we want to keep these buildings separated from each other enough mm-hmm. or you the, you you decide that these buildings are too close to each other it's we need not, to tear this one but down. is there a law anyways for how close they can be yeah there's yeah yeah there's two ordinances feet, feet. that you can have and each city's different but for so sometimes landscape informs buildings and sometimes mm-hmm. buildings inform landscape are you looking at things from a practical perspective or from an artistic perspective Ooh. It's a great question. Like so, <laughs> both. Um, I, you know, you don't want to give up the artistic view of a site, but you also want to think of the people involved and then the environment. So it's all kind of boiling down into one category or together. Okay, so it's everything. It's, it's everything. You, you yeah. want it to look good, Fun- right. fashion and function. Exactly. Fashion and function. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah. so both. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever have to compromise one or the other? Absolutely. You yeah. do. Uh-huh. What it usually gets compromised i know which what would you say it's probably the non the 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 fashion right well actually i would say (laughs) (laughs) i was wrong (laughs) really no no, it is it's that um a lot of times because it's cost so you have to sacrifice the 
design, but I think a lot of the times we go into it wanting to make it sustainable, but um, in terms of the environment and want to be environmentally friendly. But again, the cost comes into play and that kind of gets wiped out a lot of the times. It, well, okay. So if you're on a limited budget, <clears throat> yes. the first, what's to go first, the aesthetic look of it or the functionality? Um, what, what's most important? Well, I think you can get the aesthetics at a cheaper, you'd get cheaper material. Uh -huh. So you're still getting the aesthetic. You just know it's not the nice material that you wanted. Mm. Now, are you at these sites also uh, seeing things get built as yes. well? Would you have a hard hat? Uh, if I go to a site, yes, I have to wear a hard uh -huh. hat. Yes. Do you go how? Do you go daily? Um, no. Uh, you're usually you know, once this, the project starts in construction, you're going there to check on uh, progress and making sure they're um, following the documents that you created. Do you get it, jacked up when you get down there? <laughs> see what? See them like. I do. I feel great being a woman in, in a construction environment. Uh huh. I I do like that. Feeling. Are you yeah. kind of the boss of all these? No, I'm not. Workers? I'm not there yet. Uh -huh. <laughs> Does it start out with you draw the stuff out or what? Yeah, I have yeah a million markers that you... Are you the one doing the drawings or do you have people doing it for you? Um, no, I'm doing the drawing. Uh -huh. And then I work with... Um, do you use I... rulers and stuff? Or yeah, what? you have scales. Or do you use computers these days? You still always start with sketching. That's always the base. So just a piece of paper. You just a blank slate and you uh -huh. have you know, a whole, a large desk to... Okay, well, actually, take it back. What do you, do you, do you say, do you get an assignment? How does it work? And How do you work, work for the yeah. city? Or who do you work for? So I work for a design firm. And so our clients uh -huh. can be anything from the city to a, a hospital or a, again, a college, things like that. So we get clients mm. that come in and they are the ones telling us what they need. Uh-huh. In, in a specific place. Right. Like on a college campus. Right. So are you... You're you're also deciding where, in a space, where buildings will go. It can be depends uh -huh. on the project and the scope. So sometimes um, they might say we're it's starting from scratch. We need to know where buildings should go, or it might be these buildings are already in place or they're under construction. So you need to work around them. So you do work for the city sometimes, or the city is a it client. Be, yeah, sometimes. city could be a client. Yeah, huh. and they have to sign off on your design or whatever. Yes, absolutely. So there's a lot. Depends on the client. They might have more, you know, checkpoints to see how things are going. What's an example of an, an assignment that might be given to you that's a, when the city is a client? Um, so it could be like downtown Pershing Square. They say, okay, we, we want it. We want a square in downtown, and can you guys design this square for us? Right. In a simplistic way, one might say, well, you just put a square in the middle of the park. What? It's obviously a lot harder than that. Why and, is it? What do, are all the details? And do they like tell you like, it's got to have this, this, and this, these well, ingredients? That's a great question. So some clients, they get... <laughs> no, and I'll come back to yours. But yeah, yeah. They can, you can get some client that says, I have this long list of requirements and restrictions that you need to follow. Or some will come in with, I have nothing. So... Each project mm. is so unique that you it's it's so keeps it so lively because everything's very different. But then with the square question, usually there are boundaries that you're given. So you need to be within this and for a park like that it would be the boundaries of the road. So you need to stick within this area. Is it easy? Because you just look at where the buildings are and you just say, "Well, we'll just put it we'll make it this big so it doesn't it doesn't run into the building. What are you saying? Is it the park? But yeah, the it, square. It, the, but but it, so much the, can be involved in it, right? Right. So the, you're just the square is the base. That's uh -huh. that's step one. Okay. So then you know you, that it, now then now you, you got to go inside the square. Right. And what, what's what, there? What's in the square? Now, what right. do you want to put in it? Yeah, get a little dog what are park in, in there? Exactly. It could be a million different things. And a couple then, of kids rides. Exactly. Do you have to design the parking lot? Uh, I've never designed a parking lot, but yeah, that's in our jurisdiction. Uh -huh. Do you like when it's an empty, you can kind of do whatever you want with this thing? It's or? kind of scary when it's like that. I sometimes like having some, you know, boundaries to work with, but sometimes it's a blank slate. And do, then, do they ever give you free range sometimes? Do yeah. they ever say, look, we don't really care what you do. Just make it look good, you know? And then you decide, yeah, well, we, and then you come to them and you pitch them yeah. different ideas. Well, I was thinking we could have a tree here or grouch, whatever, something like that. Yeah. And we can have swing sets here or something in, like in, that. In a park bench. <laughs> park bench, a lot of those. Um, do you decide the park benches though? Yeah, Dang. down to the material and the uh, manufacturer. Do you decide what kind of, say, grass goes into yep. the park? Really, you decide the no grass? Kidding. Yes. And <laughs> you, do you decide the kind of trees that go into Oh, yeah, it? that's a big part. You, so wait a second here. Hold on. So you do you have to have an, an extensive knowledge of trees and grass and things like <laughs> I, that and, and environmental elements? So, yeah, technically that as a landscape architect, that's, yes, 
you do need to have that. So for me, I just moved to LA uh, five months ago. So I'm not as fluent in the tree species out here. Wow. So I'm learning more about that. And you that have to with, know that stuff. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll tell you like, oh, you can't put a walnut tree down here. What are you doing? Right. And so I'm, I'm from Chicago. And so I'm used to deciduous trees that are, you know. What was that word? Deciduous. Deciduous. What does that mean? Oh, uh, leaves that fall off. Um, oh, oh, they have that here. Yeah, too. they do. <laughs> but um, they don't have palm trees in Chicago. So things like that. I'm, you know, I'm so new. Did to you that. hear that they, that palm trees are going to eventually I, go away yes, from Los I Angeles? Did. What do you feel about that? I mean, it makes sense. They're not native. There's only one native uh, palm tree. I think it's the California palm. Uh-huh. So How, they're not doing well out here, obviously. And they were planted, what, 30 years ago? I think so you don't was? even need to worry about palm trees. Because they're, gonna, gonna, they're going think, bye-bye anyway. No, but if you're a wealthy client and you want palm trees, I mean, who doesn't want palm you fly trees? Them in. Yeah, <laughs> you'll still get them here, but their their shelf life is 30 years. So, so you have to learn the environmental elements of the city that you're working in. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. And so we... Why did you move to Los Angeles? Uh, for a lot of different reasons. I think after grad school, um, a lot of firms are in New York and LA, so I wanted to go to one of them and then obviously the weather out here is really great and i have a lot of friends out here so were you looking forward to learning the the environment here i am yeah it's it's there's a lot of different you know there's um you have desert you have the rolling plains and the mountains you have uh, would you say it's more varied than chicago yeah uh and is that exciting for you yeah do you like it more because it's more diverse, I guess. Um, I what I like about the Chicago region or Midwest in general is that um, there's more seasonality. So you have winter time looks much different than summer. Here, not so much. So I do like how there's so many changes there, and so that's something that you can embrace mm-hmm. in your design is incorporating what is this going to look like, you know, three months in. Do you have to know different types of sand? Um, if you work with sand, but I, I haven't really come across. Well, say there's a sandbox in a... Yeah, then you'd thing. have to... So we'd have... Or different soils. You, have you to would know look different, up different types. Yeah, so we have people come in that are work with sand or they send us samples, things like that. And so we start to learn that material mm. if so that's part of our... Are there different departments? Is there a tree expert or a tree, you know, different people like that that you work with? Or So we definitely have, you know, tree people, but uh-huh. they're not... It's not their title, but they're definitely more versed in species. So I could go to someone who I know is more experienced in that and talk to them. What if you have a friend that's like got a tree business? Yeah, absolutely. But so isn't they have that a nursery then what was But but what if it influences you to like get their trees in there? Well that's part of it too is you know trees aren't always available. So it's what you want in the design and what the client wants and what's available um and cost. So all that at the end of the day, you might not be ending up with what you started with. Mm-hmm. Do you um, decide on any living things that are a factor in the environment or that that somehow yeah. affect the environment, such as in certain insects, bees and things and, you know, things like Dragon that, pl- you know? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah certain, certain, fly, certain flying things and even birds, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Squirrels. Also. That's something that you deal with. Yeah, if people are trying to get, you know, more butterflies in their garden mm. or something like that, that's you need to pick more species that are... Do you um, have to know about that stuff? I mean, it's all stuff that I would have to research if I was working on that type of project. Yeah. Right. So in 20 years, if you ask me these questions, I would probably be much more of an expert. Yeah. But it's just like each project is different. Each project has a different client. And so they require different things, different needs. What are you responsible for? Are you on a team or do you ever get... Are you dealing with things by yourself? Um, no, you're always on teams. Uh-huh. Um, and so I work with closely with two other people. And then and yeah. the, together, the three of you decide on what an area is going to yeah. look like. Yeah. Do you ever um, get into fights? No. Creative fights? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, is, is the, is, are creative disagreements even a thing? Oh, yeah. Design is very subjective. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could be as simple as you like more rectilinear lines. Yeah. I like, you know, more organic shapes. It's just... It's all things you have to sort out. Between. What do you like? Uh, it's very project specific. I don't uh-huh. like to have it depends a type. On, it yeah, depends I like on the to know like where I'm at. And that's part of my background, you know, with that real estate strategy is really understanding the space before I start designing it. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself an artist? Um, or are you more of a craftsman? I, I don't know. <laughs> I would say I'd like to say I'm sort of sort of an artist, you know, uh-huh. amateur artist. Is it kind of like a puzzle when they give you different things that they want in a thing and you have to decide where they go yeah it's kind of like tetris because Uh the puzzle is 
more defined. Tetris is there's a lot of different ways you can do it, and some will work out and some will not. Do you like board games because of this is what you're into? Mm-hmm. I do like board games, yes. I mean, specifically board games where you're having to figure out where to put stuff. Yes, I would say um, not necessarily board games, but computer games. I don't know if you guys remember um, like Zoo Tycoon or there was a uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, things like that, uh-huh. where you're creating spaces. So I always love those games and how I was organizing and managing those spaces. So I guess that's something that... Mm-hmm. Uh, Sim City doesn't count. And Sim City too. Oh, yes. it does count. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And Sims. You didn't like that though. No, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. I did. But it didn't come to mind immediately though. <laughs> Uh, I guess that, not as quick as yeah, like, not as quick. say roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, right? I guess that was different because it's like more about a general space. You don't feel like the placement of things in board games applies as well, or do you do you feel that way? Well, what type of are we talking about? Like Monopoly or? Well, let's say Monopoly. I'm trying to think. No, of, there's not. No, it's not, not the same thing. But well, I guess. Um, oh, I was gonna say real quick when you when you're on a team, you guys are making suggestions for yeah. like what to put here, what to put there. Do you find like? Is, it first, is there a team leader, by the way? Yeah. Well, and we have a principal that, you know, is... Oversees reviewed, it. Yeah. Of the three Re- of you? Well, just of the company. Oh, oh over- right, right, right. They oversee everything. Yeah. yeah. Head, right, it, but right. is there a leader within the group? Yeah. That- so I have a project manager. My uh-huh. title is designer. Uh-huh. So I'm working with him. Uh-huh. Do you ever feel like they're, they're going to put in stuff just because they didn't get any suggestions in earlier? So they're like, no, I want to put this one in because I want to get something in there. What do you mean? Like a design? Yeah. Last minute? No, I mean, we're... We're pretty well-respected company, okay. and I think we like to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward. Is the money better doing this than urban planning, or what? Uh, it's much worse. Really? <laughs> yes. Dude. Why is that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I've been doing a lot of research on it. I don't know why. Um, it's something, you know, when you get your master's in this degree, it's it doesn't mean you're going to get more money, So, mm-hmm. it, as opposed to like a business degree. Can you tell me again, how is this different than urban planning again? Mm-hmm. It's more design focused. It, right. How it looks. Right. And, and so planning is what? Um, the planning, or I guess it's more like I'm trying to think of a position, like you'd work for the government and help with um, the city and how it's functioning and where things are zoned. So it's more about like placement of, of things. But you deal with placement. I with do, this as well. but it's more about the design. So yeah. placement's involved, but it's more about actually getting down to design that. And do you design every detail of something? So, for example, well, say there's a playground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are you designing what the monkey bars are going to look like well, and pl- stuff, or what, or what the, or what some of the stuff is going to look like? That's you know, right. sometimes there's, and sometimes there are more. I don't know. It's the, the less generic looking playgrounds you know right. they're, they're themed or something right. like that do you decide that stuff it, again it depends so the mm-hmm. generic looking ones are going to be cheaper and so that sometimes is what you have to go with or if you want to do you know specialized design then you can design it you could be designing you know a pot that has a plant in it and going down to that level so it just depends on what your involvement is in each project did you ever do art stuff before this job in college or, or like even, in general yeah, yeah yeah no i i paint on the side uh-huh. I'm like amateur painter um uh-huh. so yeah I would guess. you say that your job is sort of similar to a production designer on a film or tv show or something like, like that, a site perhaps? designer yeah i don't know much about that but yeah I would or say art similar. department even, yeah you know uh you know props even yeah or something mm-hmm. you know I'd prop department you know? very similar huh. everything that you put out there it does it have to be like stuck to the ground, like cemented into, like, is anything loose? Well, it depends on where you are. Because if you're in downtown LA, yes, you want everything secured because you will lose that chair right away. So if you're in a nicer area, wealthier area, yeah, you could probably have... um, Loose items. Loose items, yeah. And you deal with that too. Oh, yeah. Loose items. Uh huh. What are some examples of a loose item? Well, so people want, yeah, people want their table. I mean, when you go to a space, do you want to sit where it is... Have you thought about that ever, where you're going to sit? If like you what kind to, of space? If you're going to eat lunch. Oh, at a cafe or yeah. something. Yeah, or outside. Or say the park. Cafe. Yeah. Say say a say a, a picnic bench yeah. or something or a picnic table, right? Yeah. Well, you're saying that. Well, so a lot of them are probably loose. You can move them if you wanted to. But, right. Yeah. Right. Some of them are probably in the ground. Not necessarily a picnic table. Those are a little heavier. But just like a, a chair and a table. So if or I are go they to, loose? Sometimes. Well, you know those blue ones. 
Yeah, they you have know those the, kind of classic blue ones. There's those that are movable, but then there's more concrete ones that are right, in the ground, right? Right. Mm. So that's part of the design is can we have this stuff be freeform or does it need to be secured because if we're worried about it getting stolen? Is part of the job looking at a catalog of, say, for example, picnic benches and thinking, oh, that's that's that one will look good in, in the park here. Yeah, or definitely. And we have vendors come in and give us presentations all the time uh-huh. to go over what their new products are. Do you test them out by um, sitting in them and seeing what well, they, they feel like? Is in, that... They don't bring in chairs. Well, I mean, do you ever difficult. go to maybe go to a site where they have different things you can sit in or whatever experience? They're, they're usually bringing in material samples, so small. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get see images of it, and then they'll show you what the material looks like. And you don't deal with anything interior? No. Interior in the building, no. Or interior uh-huh, at all? Well, it, and when you're working on a project that involves a building, you're working sometimes with their interior architects so that you are creating a fluid space. So you want to know what's going on here. I, so I have, when I'm looking at my plans, I see all of their detailed plans. So that I'm not planning, you know, there's a door here. What do I, you know, how am I going to work around that? So we work closely together. Do you like puzzles? Puddles? Puzzles. Puzzles. Uh, sorry. Also, do you like puddles? <laughs> I do like puddles. <laughs> um, I do like puzzles, I guess. Yes. Did you like solving proofs in geometry? Um, Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I was good at math, but I wouldn't say enjoyed that. Uh-huh. And do you like to uh, do jigsaw puzzles? I, I, guess, I don't do them often, but... I guess. Mm-hmm. You take a lot of planning for your apartment? Do I, what do you mean? Or wherever you live? Like, do you really like plan it all out? And um, yes and no. Again, money's a factor. So if I had, you know, endless amounts of that, I would mm-hmm. do a lot more. But yeah, no, I definitely consider or like color palettes, things like that. I'm very particular yeah. in. Do you ever apply your skill set to personal things? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, what else? Or I, I mean, I help my parents too. If they're, you know, putting something together in their yard or things like that or just does it ever apply to interior stuff for you on a personal level yeah absolutely so i i mean i definitely you know value the space and understand where things are going to go so you have a good sense of uh organization perhaps when it comes to say your where you live or something yeah or even your medicine cabinet probably yeah oh yeah something even small as that yeah Yeah. very very organized what about when it comes to cooking food um i don't know if it goes to that presentation of it at least not really. I mean, do you cook? I do cook. And do you present it in such a way? No, I don't think that. Because it's something I'm consuming and it's going to be gone in 10 minutes. So What do you paint? Mm, you got a plate. You got to. <laughs> <you gotta, laughs> yeah, if you have a plate, that's like a blank. Yeah, know, okay, but like if I did that, if I spent this time on everything, every aspect of my life, I probably wouldn't make well, it far. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It would be very time Do you consuming. ever find yourself starting to think the way you think when you're working and then you think, then you have to stop yourself and say, uh, whatever actually oh just, yeah oh you do so you I go down a rabbit a hole a lot <laughs> okay so you you kind of get into a habit of thinking in a certain way because of what you do for yeah work. and yeah. again like my analytical background i just i start to think of things in a lot of different ways and then i have to pull myself pull the reins in um are you a very logical person i would like to think so you're not guided by emotions ever oh uh, no i i am but are I, you ever hard irrat- not to be really. yeah. are you ever irrational <laughs> Um, I sometimes, yeah. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. I guess sometimes the emotion not perfect, takes over. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. But would you say you're kind of in general a more of a sort of logical and analytical? person? Yeah, that's how I function as uh-huh. an atypical, pretty much. Uh huh. Do people ever feel like you are not emotional enough? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find a balance, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever designed a place and then after it was finished, you kind of went there to enjoy the space? You know, I haven't been at that point yet um, uh-huh. because it does take two, three years to right. uh, build something. And I've just been out of grad school for about a year now, uh-huh. year and a half. So Are you I looking have, forward to doing that? Yeah. I'm very excited to see my first uh, finished, space. finished project. Yeah. Take your friends and family there. That'd yeah, be fun. Yeah, exactly. It's right. going to be very rewarding. Right. Take some pictures. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen like Walgreens get built that you know. Have you gone to Walgreens to enjoy those spaces? Yeah, it's not as exciting, but yeah, it is exciting to say you know I was able to guide leadership and recommend this store to open. <laughs> you don't think you're gonna like get there and be like, damn it, they kind of messed this. Oh up. no, I think you definitely get there and you realize how many things went wrong that you. Oh, just you did. do. Oh yeah. With Walgreens. Oh no, I'm sorry. Just in general, as a design. Mm. Oh really? I think yeah. when, after you build a space, you go there, and there's a lot of unforeseen issues that you mm. are 
seeing for the first time. Or would you ever go like, oh, there could be, I, I totally could have put a yeah. thing here. Is it too late? Yeah, absolutely. There's, and is it too late? Yeah, especially if something. Yeah, is it too late? A lot of times, yeah, if you're. Oh, you can't add anything You can later. do it yourself. No, you can't. Well, you can You can bring something there, <laughs> but like, let's say the bench is put in place. You can't move that. It's in the concrete, so. Right. There's things like that that can't be changed. And again, budget, you're not going to go there and change something because it's already, the project's completed. What's the biggest budget that you've, you've worked with? Oh. Even though you haven't been do- doing it that long, but yeah, or how big can the budgets be sometimes? Uh, they, I mean, they can be you know five hundred. I don't know, like five hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So like they're spending five hundred million dollars on a say. But th- that would be that would be total. Right. I would say including buildings, you know, four, five apartment buildings and the space around it. That's what that it would be. Yeah, Normally, would be is here. it an apartment building complex or like something? A, just or random, space? arbitrary. Yeah, could be a, an apartment building. Do you design, mm. s- say, courtyards for uh, apartment buildings? Mm. Or yeah, you know what I mean? So be. it's they're not public spaces, but sort of private open spaces. Yeah, some some designers stick to private, so they'll do houses and backyards. Um, and things. Yeah. So my firm in particular, we don't do a lot of private um, spaces, but definitely. Does it count as urban design if? it's in the country um it's a good question um i guess not i guess it would be it, it's if you're designing a, a city because it's part of a city it doesn't need to be an urban space are you ever dealing with wide open spaces not really no that have very little would you call it infrastructure or? right so just an open space and but say there's a fence or something and like a rural area yeah I've I've never come across that. No, rural areas don't really need this sort of planning. I guess right. They're not, or again, they don't have the need for that space space to be designed. I mean, have you have you ever heard about people working on farms, farm spaces? Um, I've heard of more urban farming. That's a very popular thing. Or Is like that farming gar- that happens in a busy city? Yeah, really? or there could be like uh, community gardens, things like that. So definitely projects right. that. But not rural farms, though. No, I not really. Have not come across that? Because that could. You know, deciding where, how the different beds of fruits and things are going to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that could be, be something. That maybe on the top of a building. Well, right. But that would be more of an urban. That would be an urban. I hear that. But I think, I'm just saying in a rural. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. think they're not really building many new rural farming or farms. Um, it's not like a dying industry, but I guess it's it's not like it's growing in terms of square footage. So, Does your job ever get tiresome? Yeah, the, you're supposed to be creative all the time. So there's definitely some days where I just am not in the mood. And so it's kind of hard. But <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever get it to where like in the middle, of, you've been having trouble with something and you just like pop up in the middle of the night, just think of it? Oh yeah, I definitely have um, a journal. Really? That I sometimes, you just come up with these ideas. And so, and I also have really weird dreams. Um, so about about, spa- about the uh, about yeah. spaces? No, no, just in general. So that's <laughs> why I like to. Sometimes I have good ideas, but most of the time it's just weird dreams. So I like to keep something. Tell me you about the, tell me about these dreams. I, yeah. I don't even not even going down that road. Oh, oh absolutely <laughs> not. <It's> like, <laughs> but you record them all. You, you, even, sometimes, yeah, yeah, it's just very interesting. I mean, I have a lot of those same like I'm missing a class kind of dream or something. I've You've always of, had that. Yeah. Huh. You have a dream journal. So it's just like notes. Is it pretty uh, crazy? I wouldn't say it's cr- it's just very confusing. There's no rhyme or reason to it, but I guess it's just a lot of different ideas and thoughts. And drawings? Like, Not drawings are usually, I don't really draw. Oh, sometimes if, again, if like an idea comes in my head, I might have a quick doodle. So what do you paint? Um, I would say mostly abstract landscapes. Abstract landscapes? Yeah. What does that mean, abstract? So it's not realistic. Yeah. So. There's kind of surreal landscapes? Yeah. What's an example? I'm trying like Van Gogh or in Starry Night. That's always my. I know it's. Oh, you mean cliche. just the style is uh, yeah. more abstract, uh, or based on a, a real? Uh, I mean, just the the approach is. Uh, right, the approach yeah. and. Um, so you use pointillism and things like that. Or well, whatever, or yeah, but I'm also it, looking at landscapes, so it's also the focus, and then also. Do you the paint style. these landscapes from just your head, or you lo- you're looking? You I usually stuff. am looking at something. And then you kind of do it in a more abstracted version of that. Yes. Okay, yeah. And you set out, you're like, I'm going to go paint today. I'm going to go find a spot. Or does it just happen? It just happens. And it's I haven't done it in a long time because I, I can't force myself to do it. It just has to be like, oh, I'm passing an art store and I'm getting nostalgic and I go in there and then mm. I'll do it. So it, Nostalgic? It, yeah. It just, you know, reminds me of like something I've done in the past. So, uh-huh. yeah. Now, you would say that this is 
kind of related to your job a little bit? A little bit, yeah. I yeah. would say the creative realm, yeah. Uh -huh. It definitely helps if you have an artistic mind. Is it at all possible to create a real life space that's kind of abstract? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. have you done that? I mean, or, I haven't, or, but or, there's definitely. How could you do that? I I mean, simply with like your material, materials, uh, uh, can unconventional help you. materials and stuff. Well, like it that? could be conventional materials, but just the design that it's it's creating. Uh -huh. It could be in a swirl, and then that there's your oh swirl um, abstract design right there. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you um, travel a lot? to different places to for ideas and to uh like on that? a personal level i do like to travel yeah so i try to get outside of the country once or twice a year do you do that though not just for your own for fun for personally but that it helps kind of you understand space more i too? guess i just understand people and how they use space so just traveling to different countries and seeing how people are interacting with one another in a city and occupying that space Ooh. is just always Do you feel like it's pretty different from oh, yeah, absolutely. country to country, for example? Yeah, especially if you're not speaking the language. It's just uh, very interesting. Is it pretty different from, say, city to city? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, or the way mean, people like, interact in space. Yeah, I think so. I think even just, you know, how people interact with one another, you know, um, <clears throat> how they're moving across space and... Um, how is it different between, say, Los Angeles and Chicago? Oh, wow. Um, I think people in Chicago are more aware of their space and their surroundings. Hmm. And I think in Los Angeles, people are a little bit closed-minded on where they're, where they're going. Are they looking at their phone? Are they bumping into phones? Yeah, that kind of thing. Or you even, think that there's more f people on phones in Los Angeles than in Chicago? I think so. Or even oh. just, I take public transit here, and I think people aren't as aware that you should be scooting over if someone else is getting on. It's, I don't know, things like that in Chicago are very systematic, and here it just seems like people are kind of in their own zone. Mm. Mm. What do you think that is? Why? Mm -hmm. It's a great question. Um, I don't know. I think it's just your environment and what you're surrounded by and what you see every day. So you just get used to that. They're not more self-centered or something. I right? think that too. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you think there's something in the environment, in the way that Los Angeles is structured or some something environmentally that makes people more sort of closed off and uh, more just in their own world? Uh, you know, I think because Los Angeles is so spread out compared to other cities, I think that you kind of you, I, which makes it great. I think the neighborhoods are really interesting and they're very culturally and ethnically different. But I think that also leads to you being in your bubble. And then when you go outside your bubble, you're just kind of mm -hmm. contained in your space. Mm. Right. Chicago forces you to be, because it's smaller, perhaps, it forces you to be more... Mix it up. You know, less it's, in your bubble. It's more dense, actually. So it, it's, I guess... The amount of you know mileage it's smaller but you're denser per capita so i guess you're it forces you to just yeah be mixing more yeah you got to pay more attention i guess right? yeah things are moving quicker and people mm -hmm. are more aware of what's going on what are some countries that are pretty different than say the united states how does how does the united states compare to uh bulgaria? I, yeah so, i think yeah bulgaria or wherever you've i haven't gone. been to bulgaria yet, but Where i'd say gone? like asian cities too oh yeah i think that's I think Europe has a lot of similar um, similarities, but yeah, I think the most um, variety I've seen is in other Asian cities. Um, which one? Which ones? Oh man, um, you've been to a lot. No, I haven't been to a lot, but I'm just trying to run through all of them in my head right now. Um, <laughs> I've been in Tokyo too. I guess Tokyo is kind of similar to Chicago, um, but I or something like Seoul. I don't know. People are very friendly there, and actually, I don't know, are very interested in seeing what's going on I, I it's just different is there a correlation between spaces and crime hmm. what type of spaces you know urban spaces yeah you know? um do you feel like the way that you design something might help have somebody some sort of influence uh over the safety of a neighborhood yeah absolutely i think if you're building something sometimes we consider um shadows things like that so like if there's a tall structure going in are these going to cast shadows and are people going to feel safe when they're around here mm. oh interesting so shadows have an influence on safety in a way yeah. people can hide though. yeah people can hide so if you're building something wow. that's like dipping down and someone could hide in these are things you have to think of wow again and if you're in an area that that's interesting yeah um might be uh susceptible things like that but or it like i'm trying to think of what else so when you're designing spaces, you have, you're conscious of it being a space that can get a lot of light, 
to be safe. Yeah, for safety absolutely. Reasons. And is that something that the city's going to recommend? That, that That's one of the things that we want, make sure it's Yeah, oh yeah, that's safe, a big, right. especially for a city, if they're the ones, if it's a park, they definitely are concerned with safety. Or think of the homeless population too, that's something that um, clients are worried about too, is is this going to bring in, oh. um, you know, homeless people into this area? And so, if it's too nice, people are maybe, and it's in a certain kind of area, then people are going to try to sleep there. Or right. Whatever. Exactly. So you're kind of again with this moral, like I want you know to create space for everyone, but they you know don't want this certain population here or certain group. So of they people. have to make it kind of uncomfortable. It's. I mean, it's. It's so, not comfortable to sleep in. Yeah. So. Exactly. Or there's there's certain things, there's certain measures that you you put a bench, you put a. Um, the arm rail halfway in between that's going to block that type of population or for skateboarders you there's way, things you can do to make sure that they're not skateboarding on your mm-hmm. uh, on the sides and pigeons yeah the little spikes or whatever oh i thought you meant pigeons like <laughs> the bird uh, oh i did i did he did <laughs> oh don't, you did don't they put those little spiky things oh on the okay yes yeah the, on the top of a sign so they oh, don't yeah. sit down on them got it wow <laughs> So yeah, again, this is the things that you think about, but then the client might have one that they're more uh, worried about. So you have to play to their needs. What other stuff do you have to know about besides trees and grass, different types of grass? Uh, it, everything is just, it changes. Do you have to know about different types of materials and a lot? Yeah, absolutely. So you have to know about different types of concrete and th- that, that kind of stuff? Yeah. It's, metals? It's, yeah, you have to different know metals? metals and aluminum. Like How do you know all that? How do you learn that stuff? I, I'm learning. It's, it's yeah. an ongoing process. You're and do you have to learn on your off hours too? No, it's definitely something you learn on the job. As you start working through projects, you gain experience and understanding what works and what doesn't. Do um, you like different materials? I'm, I'm starting to. I'm starting to really um, and then observe them into my own community and understand what's durable and what's not and things like that. Mm-hmm. What about tile? tile it more of an indoor mm-hmm. thing but what about tennis courts have you guys put, put any of those in not tennis courts i've done basketball courts oh really but not tennis courts skate park i haven't done a skate park yet though but again that could be part of uh well. when you do a basketball court do you decide how high the net is no there's definitely the hoop, I mean? there's specific restrict or uh regulations regulations that's the word I'm well because sometimes it does seem like hoops are higher or lower than others i mean within a range at least you know yeah and that could be again the user if it's for uh, small children it might be shorter if it's for a community it's probably going to be the standard size do you decide where the lines the lines that get painted on the the ground are going to look like there's definitely a typical uh, specs for that have so. you ever done a school uh, university, but not a school. Uh huh. What did you do at the, at the university? Um, it's looking at um, the spaces again around the buildings, and then um, where you know students would go to study. If there could be outdoor study spaces, things like that, or um, the basketball court. So yeah. Is it a demanding job? Uh yes. I think again, it depends on who you work for, and if there's business coming in. And so where I'm at, it's pretty busy and. We have a high demand, so. Have you ever gotten reprimanded? Not yet. Knock on wood. Has anyone gotten reprimanded? Yeah, of course. I mean, aside from doing something that was a, you know, I don't know, some kind of bad decision, but I mean, for just doing their job, has anyone ever gotten reprimanded? Not for doing their job. I think yeah. when you miss something or. Or missing something. Yeah, or something that you was careless. That would uh, be where right. I don't think you yeah. can get reprimanded for, you know, your design because that's your personal opinion. Right. So. Yeah. Have you ever uh, suggested anything crazy? Not. I should do more that more, but not Is really. it okay? Anything from the journal? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very scary. Um, well, I'm sorry. What was the question? Oh, just like, have you ever suggested anything like, damn, what if we just put something kind of crazy right here? <laughs> Giant statues, um, chicken or something. Not really that extreme, but sometimes you try to think of out of the box ideas. That dream journal you have, is it, <laughs> or whatever it is, you know the yeah, d- the notes. Is it dark or is it light? No, it's Are just confusing. Dark kind of stuff. What do you mean dark? Just, just is it kind of just scary stuff? It's no, it's oh. just it's just uh, confusing stuff. It's, it's a just, web of confusion. Yeah. So, but it's not. It's not scary. It's not scary or dark. It's just. Yeah. Okay. It's not just something I wouldn't share with anyone. Oh, really? Understandable. Do you not have you not shared with anybody? No. I really, not no, a single person. No. Even your someone, maybe a, a sibling or something. No. Have you ever thought anybody almost like 
maybe looked at it or you ever scared anyone's going to take it? No, I, it's not. I'm not that concerned if someone looked at it, but it's. I don't think anyone would want to read on, it. Do you have a lock on it? No, I don't have a lock on it. <laughs> Is there any spaces that you look at and you're like, man, I just want to plan that thing? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> really? <laughs> plan that thing. Plan that little spot right there. What, no, what, what I are mean, some spots? I mean, walking in LA, there's a lot of that, I think. A lot of what? A lot of just, I wish things were designed differently or uh-huh. better kept what's an example just walking down the street it's just the you know it's not kept up and um there's trash everywhere that just trash everywhere have to do with the design yeah no garbage cans or receptacles to throw things away oh, so you kind of decide that stuff no, i mean that there's a larger issue but i just think that you just walking down the street or the roads cra- or the pavements cracked and you can't a wheelchair can't go through that so yeah. there's just things like that have you ever been in charge with uh, making sure the address is outside? Because sometimes it's hard to see addresses and mm. stuff. I haven't been in charge of that, but that's something signage is part of it. Signage, too. though, yeah. Yeah, signage uh-huh. could be a Did part. Do you decide the way that street signs look? Not street sometimes? signs, because those are, again, regulated by the city, but it's something like um, a new comp- or a new store is opening. You could help them with their signage. Uh huh, right, right. So, right. not something that, um, so something that is more aesthetic. When you get into, say, a disagreement with another designer about something, and it's just based on your personal taste, how do you decide who wins? Or do you combine the two ideas? I wouldn't say there's a win or loser. It's, (laughs) again, combining the ideas. I think if sometimes we do exercises where two people work on the same thing, and then you come together and see what works and what doesn't, what's the pros and cons Mm. of each, which I think is a really good exercise because then you are really seeing a lot of different ideas. Yeah, right, right, right. But the project manager or whoever, they'll probably say uh, they'll they'll make the final call. Yeah. Yeah. When you see trash on the ground and you're like, oh, this, I could design this better, do you blame the designer or the planner? <laughs> uh, it's both because I think the designer would have to go through, specifically if you're working at a cityscape, they would have to go through a planner to make it um, approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not that's just the trash i guess it's just i think going from neighborhood to neighborhood neighborhoods in la are very nice but i think in between those in between spaces are kind of forgotten about do you ever think too much yes (laughs) like you can't turn it off like every neighborhood you go into every place you go into um no i can turn it off i just focus on something else do you ever think too much when it comes to your job i think so Uh uh-huh i think so yeah um yeah no are you a perfectionist uh, in most aspects, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is hard because I think sometimes you're you're given deadlines and so you can't do everything that you want to do. So it's hard to balance. Or in grad school, that was really tough and a lot of all-nighters because of that attitude of having it be perfect. And sometimes you just got to surrender, right? You do. At some point, you just got to say, I'm, I can't stay up any longer. And so you just give in. When you're kind of thinking too much in your personal life, do your friends or whoever ever tell you you're thinking too much? I don't think it's that bad. Uh I think it's an internal issue, Uh struggle. Do you know a lot of neat trivia because of what you do? No, I don't think so. I wish I, I feel like I should know more. Well, for example, knowing about different trees and so forth, you know, I guess. doesn't that, do you ever point that stuff out to people and say, well, that's, that right there is a, Uh, yeah, I guess I do that sometimes. Yeah. Uh My friends are usually, and they're interested. (laughs) I think my friends have all gotten my spiel a million times now. So Mm. they know what I do. Your spiel? Yeah, there's a spiel. Like if I what's the spiel? I, what we've just been talking about. Because oh, if okay. I what you someone do. I tell I, I kind of dread when people ask me what I do because it's oh really yeah how come because it's not a simple response. It's usually when I tell someone they usually look at me like I have five heads and then it's just complicated. Huh. So it's not this like oh, I'm a doctor and then you know it end of conversation. Of yeah. So I no. Sometimes it's great when people are actually interested, but a lot of times people just look very confused, and then we move on. So <laughs> it's. <laughs> Do you think that the title "urban designer" sounds kind of dry? I would, yeah. <laughs> I would if I were up to me. I'd like it's something like space or site designer. Space I don't artist. know. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's room for a new naming convention there. Uh huh. It's I don't know what it is, but have people sort of been? You feel like they've been even perhaps put off by the subject sometimes, and it's kind of surprising because they, you know, given you know this increased need for environmentally friendly 
things, I guess it's surprising that people don't know about this industry as much as say something like architecture. And I know architecture's, you know, buildings, everyone understands that, but it's just surprising how many people don't know about Is what's this going a on. new sort of job? No, it's not new. It's, it's been around it's for been a long around. time. It's been around. It's just it's growing. How long has there been urban designers? Oh god, 100 I don't know. When did it start and why? I don't know. I mean, it started, there's a few trailblazers that started, you know, designing cities and then that led into more of an urban design role. But it was always usually architects that were the ones that were doing the designing. It kind of started with architecture. Yeah. So architecture is the branch and then it spread from there. Right, right, right. And then... That's what they did before this is architects would deal with this kind of stuff. They would take care of most of that and then... yeah, so now you have different branches. You are a sort of architect, though. That's your... Architect right? of, like, space. Landscape architect. Mm. Yeah, landscape yeah. architect. Oh, yeah. so that's another word for it. Yeah. Well, it's different. So, yeah. again, because my master's degree, so I would say landscape architect, designer. I don't know. It's so many different things. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I just... Do you think when you tell people that you're an urban designer, do they sometimes think that sounds perhaps boring or something? Um, not necessarily. I think, again, they just don't understand. Uh-huh. And maybe they're scared. Yeah, perhaps. They don't want to seem like they're, you know, dumb. <laughs> I mean, I think urban designer sounds, sounds kind of good. Who's mad at an urban designer? <laughs> it's well, intriguing. Actually, when someone says urban planner, do you think people think, oh, that sounds boring? Probably. More so. But yeah. do you think that urban planning is in- very interesting? I do. I didn't, you can, if you're working for a government, maybe not so much because you have a lot more rules and regulations to follow. Do you think urban planning and even urban design is really interesting because it relates very much to social dynamics and the the way a community might operate? Yeah. And there's just a lot of human depth to to that, I guess. Yeah, it's, you know, understanding, you know, psychographics of people and what they're doing. Psychographics. Psychographic. (laughs) Yeah, what is a psychographic? Oh, just mental sort of uh, demographic kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, just under, just more than just they're you know saying I'm she's a white female you know at this age. It's just understanding more that there is there's more involved in a person, and it's that is what makes it more interesting. Do you have to know about psychology a bit? You don't, but that's it's something you can't. That would be helpful. It's Mm -hmm. all these other things can help you be a better designer. That's. Just the more you know. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. When you um, look at a space, you're soaking one in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Are you conscious of the emotional impact it might have? And Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it's an area that it's a low-income area, um, you know, ethnically diverse, and they don't have a public space, and this is the first public space coming there, that's a huge impact to someone. And so you want to understand who these people are, what are they doing day to day, what what can they benefit from this space? Do you ask them what they want? Yeah, there's definitely, there's charrettes where you have a city, um, you can go in with a group of people and they come in and tell you what they want to see. Is your home very tidy? <laughs> yes. It is? <laughs> it is, yes. It's really organized? Yeah, very organized, very clean. Do you have pets at all? I don't have pets. Do you not want pets? I, I I wouldn't be able to take care of a, a dog right now, which would be the only pet I would ever have. You ever put in a dog park, by the way? Uh, yeah, part of sometimes people need a dog run or a dog park. Yeah. Nice. Do you feel a dog might mess your space up? No, it's way? not why. I just I wouldn't be able to take care of it. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But sure. Yeah. Do you have a dog? I would never. Oh, okay. Because of the cleanliness factor, or just? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> And are you particular about when, okay, so you have a visitor at your place. (laughs) Okay. Are you particular about where they might uh, move things around, you know, do certain things at your place or sit somewhere or something? Um, Not that, no, not not that particular. I want people to enjoy it. If they're my family or my friends, I don't care. Is your place spotless? It's not spotless, but it's, it's close as it can be. And what about shoes? Do you guys, do you do that? Or shoes in the house or no? Oh, just in the closet, not in the front. You don't no. walk in that place with it? Oh, uh, not you? in like... The, you don't the, require people to take off their no. shoes? No. Thank you. No. I do, but... <laughs> hey, I respect everybody's place. Yeah. No, I. the only thing, I don't let people put bags on my bed because I feel like right. your bags are everywhere. Oh, on the floor. Like, respect that right. is right. just something I do not let people do. You rearrange when you go to your friends or families? Did we already ask that? Do I rearrange? 
their space. Yeah, just even <laughs> unconsciously, you know. Just start no, moving stuff around I and kind of make it flow better. And are all you that. judgmental of other people's spaces? No, not really. Do you ever think, oh, this place is a dump? Are they <laughs> self-conscious about it? Are they insecure? Yeah, are they, they self-conscious around you? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I, I respect people and how different minds work. My sister is kind of the opposite where she's like an organized chaos where things are just everywhere. And so I respect that's how she that's how she operates. And but she knows I'm the exact opposite. Dang, but she's organized. It's, it's hard to describe. It's like things are everywhere, but she knows where everything is. Is your place sparse or is it is there a lot of stuff in there um i try try to be as much of a minimalist as possible Mm -hmm. so Mm. i just try to keep what i need except for like clothes how would you describe your taste as far as this applies to designing things and Mm -hmm. in your personal life well obviously in designing things if you're given free range you know there's less specific requirements how would you describe your taste? Do you like simplistic kind of design or do you, or what? Or do you like things that are more ornate? Yeah, I think definitely more simplistic and modern is my style. Uh-huh. Right now, which it changes. And angles or curves? Uh, that's mm. that's a tough one. I, I That is very job specific. Do you like Soviet sterile architecture? Um, I'm not sure if I know much about Well, have that. you Have you been to any, have you ever been to, say Beijing, China, for example, or have you been to uh, any ex-Soviet places? Have you ever been to Kiev or something like that? No, I haven't. Are you interested in those kind of places? I just never... I guess the reason I ask is because there's very sort of uh, simple and sparse outdoor areas, squares and things like that there, and (laughs) sterile. (laughs) And I'm wondering if you like that. (laughs) <laughs> I I mean I think they have different reasons for doing that. I no I. Again. Do you like the word sterile when it comes to stuff? I don't know if I like that word. No, that sounds too really, clinical yeah, and too. Um, the, you don't like that, but you do like. It's not a buzzword. But simple is a better word for you. Simple. Hospital though. It's nice. <laughs> that's when you can use ster- that's when it's, that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, no, I like simple, but um, for my personal style, mm-hmm. yeah. If like it was a blank slate and I could choose anything. I guess I would try to keep it simple and logical and get people to the places they need to be and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And what would be the opposite of that? If it um, wasn't, you know? It's... Just, um, do people ever encourage clutter in some kind of way uh, when it comes to designing things? I guess you wouldn't call it clutter, but yeah, you could be throwing in well, a lot well, one more... One might see it as cl- right. cluttered, but... You're, you're throwing in a lot more... Uh, things into a space or flavor flavor yeah a lot of colors a lot of material so that for, and for you that's just do, it's too much it's the, if you're at the extreme yeah i yeah, think yeah. there's somewhere there's a happy place in the middle have you ever been to culver city to the parking structure that's has a painted mural on it and i don't think i've seen it's that color, yet. very colorful rainbow colors on it i haven't seen it based on that description <laughs> do you not like that no i think murals are beautiful that's a that's mm-hmm. a piece of artwork yeah it's not um something that someone's you know moving through the space and it's chaos Mm -hmm. it's something that you're viewing you have a simple sensibility yet you think about it a lot yeah sums it up thank you (laughs) (laughs) well and it's got to be evolving you know exactly it's that's the thing ask me in a in, in a week from now is probably different right oh do you have any heroes any heroes? Ooh, some um, designers that are just you. You walked in these spaces and they're just breathtaking. Again, I think it goes back to people who are considering the environment. I think there's a lot of things with you know natural disasters, and then so there's more planning going on with you know after a hurricane. How can we better prepare the city? So I think any designer, planner, whoever it is, it's just considering more of those into their design. You don't know how long the title urban designer has been around. I don't. Yeah. Would you estimate it to be, say, maybe 50 years? I'd say 100. Oh, 100 years. Maybe. maybe 50, okay. 100. I, uh-huh. Yeah, it's hard to say. Probably fi- the actual term, maybe 50. But uh-huh. again, it's not even, most schools don't even offer it as a degree. So it's still mm-hmm. evolving in what it actually is. How did you find out about it? Uh, it's been a very interesting path. I, you know, I went to school right. planning on going into architecture because I didn't know oh. that urban planning was even a thing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I didn't learn about that until... I went to my undergrad and then over time I just started learning more about different. You um, found out about design through planning. 
I found through, well, start off as architecture. Yeah. Then I went into planning. Then yeah. I went into landscape architecture. So yeah, it's like one mm -hmm. thing after the next. But that's how you learned about landscape architecture yeah. was through urban planning. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for, yeah. uh, uh, you know, talking about it. And, yeah, thank uh, you so much. Hopefully that wasn't as confusing. As no. I thought it was. Uh, no <laughs> uh, oh, no. There's a lot of stuff people take for granted, right? Mm -hmm. Is that something that you've maybe learned over, you know, your time kind of doing this is people take a lot of their environment for granted and they don't really consider the thought that was put into every All little detail. detail. Right. Is there as much thought put into every little detail or sometimes certain designers don't put that much thought into it? No, everything has to get detailed down to the, you know. Down to every little every, thing. Every, yeah. Even, even a trash can. Yep. Every someone has to someone plan that. About someone that. has to design that, and so I, I don't. I think it's just a lack of you know knowledge of that. That's this is a thing. That this is how the how spaces function. Do you think because people don't really think about that kind of stuff very much, that urban designers are sort of unsung heroes? <laughs> I'd like to think so. I I think <laughs> it's like this you know fairy godmother in the back that's do you like that thing happen? Yeah, I don't think we we don't need to you know be praised but it's just you know we want to make sure everything's right do you feel like you almost have a secret identity or something <laughs> that you do these things that are super public or can be at least but uh, no one thinks about the people behind that really and do you feel like you're kind of um first of all also do you feel kind of like a, a god <laughs> god uh no i do not no, but um, <laughs> you don't feel that way at all. No, I, I think it helps keep you focused on the design. Actually, probably more that less people know about it as so you're not hearing all these other voices and opinions. D is that a goal to make the place look in invisible in a way? Not invisible, but I guess seamless to, you know, the connecting I, I guess the form be invisible, I guess, you know, or do you try not to call attention to the structure in a way that people are thinking about it or do you like, what do you prefer? Is it people this, do you prefer that people are sort of not thinking about things? It, it depends on where you are. Sometimes yeah. there's a huge structure that, you know, or there's a memorial, things like that. So it could be that you want that focus to be on this huge structure or it could be, you know, public space that you want it to feel natural. So it could be both. Have you ever had to design something that where the request was that it was sketchy seeming and it's kind of scary? <laughs> so really? that it should be scary or like yeah, alarming or something or uh, off-putting or something or not necessarily do people ever want that is there a reason why someone would want that i don't think they want something that's you know jarring but they want something that's bold that's a bigger request is well, something bold bold like yeah you know, like bright there. or out there. yeah they want something that they haven't seen before so oh. it's always like the, mm. a lot of times it's you know show let's Think of something that's new and exciting, but then they want to see examples. So it's kind of funny where they want to see examples of it, but they want something they've never seen. Right. So that's that's a common thing. Do you study urban architecture or whatever from everywhere in the world? Uh, not as much <coughs> architecture. I I mean, or... But like cities. And you study just, cities. Yeah. Do I you try look, to. Do you just sure. go on Google Images and type in different cities? I was just going to ask. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so you definitely look for, you know, precedent images of things that have happened. And so that, you, again, you can get down a rabbit hole of looking at all these things that have happened in different cities all over the world. What do you think of the best design public spaces in the world? Uh, places like Amsterdam or Copenhagen, they have really good, um, they have a, place a lot of um, importance on, you know, bicycle traffic and people using that as a mode of transportation. And so that is something that they don't rely on cars as much. Is that why you think those are cool yeah. because they're better for the environment perhaps well that because they, they're more geared or accommodating towards non-motorized yeah. yeah they're they're focusing on you know the human and stuff <clears throat> so we're you know at that place in time where you know after cars are we're trying to find a different answer for moving people around is places. that something you're very conscious of on a personal level yeah and that, like the, i said stuff being better for humans yeah and the human race yeah or whatever and are you environmentalists um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm an environmentalist. I think more of a conservationist, I guess. So I do you recycle. I do recycle, yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and so I or composting things like that. I are you like conscious of the air? Air quality, yeah. yes. In LA, yes, terrible. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, have you noticed any differences since you moved here? Or just like cleaning my windowsill, and it's like 
black uh. all over it's just it's really bad and i think you know lack of rain it's not really um not helpful so yeah i'm conscious of those things but it's not i'm not you know at that extreme tree hugger level right have you ever designed a pool i have not no do you want to no <laughs> how come i mean they're pretty simple and i don't think there's uh yeah, I don't really <laughs> find that interesting, I guess. Uh-huh. But it's something people do that. Definitely do well, that. Okay, what are some projects you've been put on that you weren't that excited about? I think more of the like residential type projects. Uh, not at this company that I'm at, but before um, working on residential spaces and something I'm interested in or multifamily units. Uh, how come? Uh, it's just limited on what you can do. Um, and there's not. Again, there's not usually a big budget for it. What was your most exciting project? Um, that's a great question. Um, I think just working for universities, it's just so interesting because you're usually working on a, you know, have a lot of space to work with and it's a different type of population that you're catering to. So that's been something very interesting. Look, thanks cool. very much. All right. Thank you so much for, uh, for, for coming here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. Our guest has been Valerie. Our engineer is Aaron Bruntgart. Thank you to Donnie Devonian for being here. If you like the program, you can go to iTunes and you can rate and review it. You can also listen to episodes on SoundCloud and other outlets. You can also find more information on allthingscomedy.com. My name is Brent Weinbach. The name of the program is Pointed Questions. Thank you for listening.